Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today is episode 672. 672 episodes ago, I started talking about and thinking about how to create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. You know, I was just looking at Facebook just before I started this, and I saw an advertisement by someone advertising how many billions of dollars they made in the last several years, and it was billions with a B. And I don't know this individual. I don't have any particular reason to think that they're not telling the truth. Perhaps they have. I wonder how many people they've blessed. I wonder how happy they are. I don't know. And I ask that question because it's so often that we equate money with happiness. They were driving a very expensive car and very expensive clothing and all of it was intended to demonstrate to the viewer, casual like I was or someone who clicked and followed the ad, that money, luxury, is the goal. And it's not. You can have it and you can want it, and that's fine, but it won't make you happy. I've lived and seen that over and over again, and in your heart you know that too. It's not fun being without money, being broke, wondering where your meal or your money or your rent is coming from. I get that. But it is not the key to the ultimate life. So anyway, you're obviously free to disagree. I've had a lot of money at different times, and I wasn't happy then. I'm way happier now with modest, much more modest means and the ability to love and serve you and people like you watching this. I've had the opportunity in the last three days to be on several podcast episodes. One was an hour-long conversation about forgiveness. And it was fabulous. And one was an hour-long conversation about the gift in adversity, which is interesting because I just talked about what is the gift a few episodes ago. Today, I want to ask the question in this episode 672, what is your purpose or do you have a purpose? Yesterday, I talked about a cause. And the day before that, I talked about volunteering. So they're in increasingly large Things. Volunteering is something you can do on a small scale at one time. A cause is something you've adopted because you want to. It's something you believe in. And so <clears throat> uh, there's a food bank drive every year. And we volunteered for that. Talked about that, I don't know, a few months ago. And ending hunger or serving homeless People hungry, I mean, foods, they're not hungry. Those kinds of things can be a cause. And there are lots of others that you can have and, and should. And my emphasis yesterday was get a cause. Have it. It makes your life better and it, it builds you and makes you feel better. And I use this picture today. I hope you're watching the video of this guy sitting here meditating. Because that is the place in meditation in connection with the divine that we connect to our true gifts. And we're able to do the most work in the world. Now... <clears throat> If you want to do work that turns into a business, 
then here is something about that. If you have a purpose, like you declare, some people act like they're, they need to go look for a purpose. I need to go find it. You don't have to find it. You can declare it. You can decide that your purpose is, and I'm assuming because you're here that we're talking about how to add good to the world and lift and bless others. So otherwise, I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast. So let's say you have a purpose to lift and bless, like my purpose for this year is 10 million people discover, develop, and serve with their divine gifts. And I said that yesterday in my cause thing. My purpose is to help people understand their divine nature. They are children of God, and because they are, you are, I am, you have gifts, you have the ability to make a big difference in the world, and you have the ability to create anything you want. And for the most part, we live far below our privileges, we live far below our opportunities, we live far below what's really available because we stay stuck in the in the idea that I can't reach it, I can't have it, it's too late, I've been disadvantaged, I've been hurt, it's out of reach, and we continue believing those stories and we make them true. So, do you have a purpose? Now, your purpose may be taking care of your family and raising your kids, if you have kids, to be good people in the world, and that's a spectacular purpose. You know, one of the things I say is it's never too late to matter and have a big impact as you live into your divine gifts. Well, if you raise a couple of kids and you get them well-started in the world and well-situated, you've had a huge impact on the world that can be generational in its scope. I have a client right now who's created several businesses and is creating generational wealth and is in a position to, you know, he got some stuff from his generation before and is creating opportunities for the generations to come. That is a beautiful thing, and he's doing it with his own diligence and work. You can turn your purpose into a business if you want to. So let's talk about that for a minute, because so many episodes I talk about money's not that important and don't worship at the altar of money because it doesn't bring happiness. But let's talk about creating a business for a minute. If your purpose is to help people express themselves fully, to get rid of fear, to be their authentic self, and to express themselves fully, you could turn that into a business. I'll tell you three ways right now. You could help people learn about how to show up on video, which is now so prominent in social media. You could help people learn to speak so they can express themselves well. You can help people write stories or create courses if that's something you wanted to do. But I'm assuming Something like that is something you want to do. You could also do volunteer work. You could volunteer doing speech work or helping kids in elementary or high school or uh, even in the community. So there's volunteer ways you can exercise that purpose that you have to help people get over their fear and express themselves fully. You could do that. You can turn it into a business. And I know people right now that help people write books. I know people right now that help people write courses. I do both of those things also. I know someone right now who's a client who helps people work with their voice. <clears throat> so they sound good and they are confident and they have the capability of expressing themselves fully. So those are businesses right now from the gift or the purpose of helping people express themselves fully and fearlessly. 
Now, you could also say, I want to help people learn how to do a particular thing. Coding is a very popular example right now because there's so many people building apps. If you know how to do that, that is a business. You know a bunch of people. You see them all the time on Facebook. So the key to turning a purpose into a business is first identify clearly how it blesses people. I see so many coaches say, I'm going to help you level up or some words like that. You know, step into your power. Well, those are cute phrases, but I can't see as a recipient how that makes me money, how that helps my life. So level up or step into your power or any other phrase like that needs to be contextualized so that you can clearly communicate. So that if I want to be your customer, I know what I'm buying. If you sell me a product that says you're going to help me level up, I'm giving you a hundred or a thousand or ten thousand dollars. And I don't know what I'm buying because I don't know what I look like leveled up. So if you want to turn a purpose into a business, you have to clearly articulate what the buyer gets. You go to the grocery store, you put down cash, you know, you get a certain size carton of milk or some pasta or whatever it is, you know, and you know what that does for you. So one of the things that people struggle with in turning their purpose into a business is explaining to me if I want to buy this, if, I'm, if I've got a credit card in my hand and I'm ready to pay you, do I know for sure what I'm buying? And that is one of the fun things about coaching. I don't, I use words like level up and, and be your best self and those kinds of things, but I don't sell coaching with that. Okay, that is a description of how a person feels when they've accomplished something. I say I help people do things they don't believe they can do. Well, people aren't going to come and pay to do something they don't believe they can do. And so if you're going to sell help in that way, you've got to define it in a way that means something and powerful. So before I would propose any kind of coaching, if I talked to somebody about doing something they didn't believe they could do, I'd find out what that was. What is something you really want? Why don't you have it? Why isn't it done? Is it time? Is it talent? Is it fear? Is it like what is already? Why don't you, if if you really want it, why don't you have it already? So my purpose, when I say my purpose is to help people discover, develop, and serve at their divine gifts, or my my purpose is to help people understand who they really are as children of God, if I'm going to sell something about that, then I have to take it further and say, okay, if you're going to serve with your divine gifts, what is your gift? What do you do really well? What do you love doing? Who needs that? How would we turn that into a product that the buyer would recognize? And I would go through the same process we just talked about so that if you are trying to create a business selling something you do well, if I want to buy it, I need to know exactly what it is. And so it is very possible to turn a purpose into a business. Uh, there was, you, know, a me- you can be a messenger and have a business. You can be spiritual and have a business. In order for it to work, the person you want to pay you has to be able to understand fully the benefit, the result. What am I going to have in my hand? So often when I'm talking with someone about coaching— Let's pick books. I say you'll have the finished first draft in your hand. And I usually hold my hands up like this, reminiscent of the days when, you know, they typed it and they had a, a big draft, big manuscript right in their hand. So 
then they know that. They get it. I'll have a I'll have a book done, first draft in my hand. And then I tell them, and on top of that, you'll know exactly the steps to go from that first draft to a published book. And then I usually hold up a book. You'll know what that is. All, you'll have the first draft done, and you'll know all the steps to do. And if you want help, I can help you with those steps too. But right then, I'm, I'm doing that particular product. I do the same thing if someone's developing a product. Well, I want to sell my expertise. Okay, that's really good. My purpose is to help a bunch of people feel better about themselves or improve their relationships. Well, you've got to get specific. What does an improved relationship look like? Okay, less fights, less money wasted on marriage therapy, if that's the issue. You know, what does it look like and how can you dimensionalize for that person what they're buying? It has to be as clear as the grocery store. If I go to the grocery store and I see some food and I've had that or anything like it, I already know what it feels like to eat it and how I feel less hungry when I do. So I understand the benefit. And the giant thing that's missing is a good explanation of the benefit. What does the buyer get, really? And we often hear these airy-fairy descriptions, and we expect the buyer to build the bridge, meaning, oh, that thing, yeah, that will make me less hungry, feel better, make money, okay, you can't have the buyer build the bridge. You have to help them, show them, walk them from where they are today to the place of success in their mind so they believe as strongly as they believe if they buy some food, it will satiate hunger, that this process will satisfy them. So when I say, do you have a purpose, I wanted to take this one out of the touchy-feely realm, although it really isn't. Because if you're loving and serving someone or some group of people, then you're still blessing their life. And the way you choose to bless their life is help them accomplish a goal. Or if you're helping them build something they're going to sell, right? If I train people to carve, maybe I'm going to help them learn to make beautiful carvings and boats that they can then either enjoy on the mantle or they can sell to make money. And so when you think about your purpose, I I want you to think all the way from the broadest possible spiritual implications to the most practical daily application to eat, to drink, to make money, to pay rent, because it can go across all of those things. And when you choose something that you want to dedicate your life and your heart to, then pursuing that purpose is fun. It stops feeling like work and slogging. It feels like you're using your divine gifts because you are. So when I invite you to discover, develop, and serve with your divine gifts, it isn't just some airy-fairy thing that you do for fun. It is that, but it is also, and more importantly, a powerful and useful application of things that you know how to do, including business, money, service, and everything else. And the difference between just having a job where you go do something just so you can get money so you can live and having a purpose is you can take the things that are near and dear to your heart, the things that mean something to you, 
and take them all the way to ground so they replace completely the need to have a J-O-B over there that's just something you do so you can eat. Do you have a purpose? Do you know what it is? Can you describe to those who would want what your output is in such a way that they're as hungry for that as they would be for a warm, home-cooked meal? That is the way to think about purpose to business in creating your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stop.